Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. This month, we're going to talk about four different albums and the meaning behind each of them. We're going to explore their details, including lyrics and musical features. So the reason that we're talking about different albums is because I personally think that um, listening to albums is the way that these musics are supposed to be heard. These artists create an album intentionally with specific orders, and I think they they have a meaning behind every album, like a story or, you know, what the artist is trying to say. Right. Like, I personally don't actually listen to music and albums. Like, I, I usually just listen to each song separately. But I think that when I only listen to one song of, like, or, like, maybe only a few songs, out of one album I would be missing a lot of the details and I it's like I'm not actually listening to the whole story I'm just picking up parts of the story that I would like to hear so yeah maybe listening to the the whole album I think would be a better way to understand the artist and if you really like that artist it would be best to listen to the whole album yeah I would say like um if if you're watching a movie, you don't watch it in, like, 20 minutes chunks, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't just stop watching it after 30 minutes and then say, yeah, I'm going to come back to this, <laughs> you know, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know somebody do that, but please don't. I know, people do do that. It's not supposed to be that, like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, our first album this month is Montero. Montero is the debut studio album by the American rapper and singer Lil Nas X, released on September 17th, 2021. The album, titled uh, after his given name, was first announced in 2019. Its title, cover, artwork, and tracklist were unveiled in 2021. So this is actually the first album that I've ever listened to as a whole. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. A very late discovery to albums. I don't know why. I just never actually listen to music as how the artist wants to depict it because I often hear music off of radio where they only show like the top hits or, you know, off of like United States Top 50 like song lists. Mm-hmm. And that's how I listen to music. Yeah, but I feel like that's just you're just listening to popular music that is true i know my favorite um genre is pop pop music so yeah anyways my first time listening to um this album was montero of course because that was the first song that came out and at first i didn't actually listen to the i I wasn't listening closely to the lyrics or anything i just basically really loved the melody and how Lil Nas X kind of sang this whole song. Because from what I remember, um, because this album is when Lil Nas X kind of like 
portray himself and told the whole world that he is a gay man, right? Uh, I think he came out way before that, but I think this song is about his sexuality, right? Right. And, like, this type of appearance was not how I remembered him as, and I it really kind of took me by surprise. So this song kind of took me by surprise when I uh, realized that it was him who sang the song, and I even looked at the MV, the music video, and I was, yeah, really surprised, and really also amazed by how he portrayed himself within this music video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think when this came out back a while ago, it was like controversial in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Like how he uses Satan as an image. Right. But again, I think it's a, I mean, I have to say, it's a genius way of marketing to start talking about things. Because, you know, they say that no news is bad news. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, if people are talking about it, then it's good. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think maybe to a certain degree, this is just their marketing tactics, but also it's kind of refreshing. So, mm-hmm. definitely a good thing. I know, I would say too. And his appearance really changed like Old Town Road uh, versus now to his this album it's really different mm-hmm. and i'm personally really loving how he's portraying himself here and how his whole album is basically just putting his sexuality like the center of his music and the center of his inspiration and how he's not just gay and he is um someone of darker complexion i think that he's just kind of putting this music out in front of people and making them accept it no matter what, because it is one of the biggest hits. And the fact that he does that, even to people who can't accept um, him for who he is, people who listen to the radio or likes pop culture, they would have to accept it. Like They would have to acknowledge this piece of information. And the fact that it is getting more and more popular in the pop culture, they would have to accept for whatever it is. Right, right. And it also really gives a place to people like Lil Nas X in the world um, for them to feel a part of this pop culture. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely a good way for people to be fed in a way because some people are just, uh, because some people will never, you know, be exposed to this type of culture or message. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, it it is just, like, feeding it to people that they Mm -hmm. have to look at it. Mm -hmm. And one of the songs, Sun Goes Down, um, it is towards the end of the album. He sort of writes this song as a letter to support his, his old self, where, you know, he is closeted and can't show who he is, who he truly is to the world. And this gives kids, like, in this age who are also closeted a place to feel safe and feel like there are people like them and they shouldn't feel ashamed to be whoever they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is just one of the low points within this album. Um, and there's 
even this lurks that says, but there's much more to life than dying. And it just shows that the pa his past self has been depressed and trying to suppress his feelings. But there is, right, much more than dying. Mm -hmm. And see what he's doing now. Yeah, and I think the lyrics is very, very specific. Uh, mm -hmm. Everything is very explicit. And, you know, it's just like he's talking about his own story, his depression and his um, overall just like struggles with his own identity. Mm -hmm. And a song really closely related to this, also a low point of the album, the song Void. Mm -hmm. There's this part where he kind of confesses that he'd rather die than to live with these feelings uh, stuck in this world where there's so much to prove. And I think it is very true for who he is and that he really has to prove everything that he knows and his talents, his abilities to people in order to get the status that he's supposed to have today. Yeah. And the fact that he is showing so much of himself within this album and confessing so much of his feelings and his vulnerability, it really allows the audience to become more invested to him as a person than rather a celebrity that we look up to. Like, we could feel what he feels. We could find connections to his feelings and feel that we're going through the same thing. And he wouldn't be someone that we just think is perfect or someone that is just up there and we cannot reach him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of the characteristics of um, these pop stars these days. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like what I feel like. But I feel like they're trying to be more relatable and mm -hmm. they are trying to be more vulnerable than pop stars from before. They are just trying to be showing more of their own story and they're not afraid that people are seeing them as human. Mm -hmm. And I, I do like the fact that he is also showing himself as a human being. After the break, we will go further into some of his tracks and we'll look deeper into it. Welcome back. Now we're going to look at more tracks on Montero. Another track called One of Me. When I first heard this song, I didn't look at the lyrics, right? I, I just really wanted to feel what the artist is trying to show through its, you know, melody and um, the whole beat and stuff. And I think that I really mistaken the meaning of this song before looking at the lyrics because I realized that this song is actually trying to embody the voices of his um, most vicious critics and it's kind of you know criticizing his work the lyrics is criticizing his work and it's through his voice and he's it's kind of like the demons in his own head and the fact that he had to go through a lot of criticism to get to where he is today. Mm -hmm. And at first, I did not get this. I just liked the melody. But I like the fact that this song has such deep meaning. 
and it shows how he was really hurt and how he had to undergo all these terrible words from critics to get to where he is today. Mm-hmm. Right, and again, I feel like it is talking about the vulnerability and the struggles that he has gone through. Right, and this other song called Tales of Dominica, it shows that he grew up in a broken home. And this one really connects to his other song called Dead Right Now. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, I think this song is definitely... This song is definitely a highlight of this album because of how, like, how memorable it is. After I listened to the whole album, this is one of the songs that I remember the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, one of those more upbeat songs. So mm-hmm. I would say people would like it more generally. Yeah, I do like this song. Right, and uh, even though it is upbeat, the meaning within this song is actually also pretty negative. Um, and it is actually quite cool how the fact that most, like half of this album is pretty upbeat, yet it is portraying such a realistic um, part of his whole growing up process and the fa- uh, and the process of him truly showing who he is. Mm-hmm. It's just, this this album is just a, a great turning point to his his career. And I just appreciate that he's able to make it into such an attractive album. Well, I think my personal favorite song on this album is, is the last song, which is a collaboration between him and Miley Cyrus, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, the reason I like this one the most is because of because this song is comparatively more melodic to other songs on this album. Mm-hmm. And just how, you know, Miley Cyrus was in there. And, you know, I liked Miley Cyrus's works, mm-hmm. her albums. They're pretty great. And I didn't really, like, look into the lyrics. But I think, I think for me, the melody um, is what makes me think that it's the one that I like the most. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It is a. Uh, it has a melody that is quite different from the other tracks. Yeah, because personally, I'm not a huge um, rap person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of rap music. Mm-hmm. So um, when Isabella was saying that we can do this album, I was like, "Yeah, but I I don't really understand rap music." <laughs> so yeah, I don't really know what to talk about because I'm not familiar mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I really like this album, just like because it's not what I remembered what rap music is like. Not to put you know this in a box, but just like this is not what I remember what it's like. Uh, there is mm-hmm. definitely more melodic parts to it, mm-hmm. and I I think most of the melodic parts are pretty good. They're memorable, and there are a lot of collabs on this album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really like Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Her voice is very recognizable. Yeah, for sure. And it's just very upbeat and um, exciting. Mm-hmm. And I also actually like the fact that um, Elsa John was uh, able to join this album, too. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one of the surprise for me. Because mm-hmm. I was like, Elsa John. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a different genre. I guess this album really brings 
out like a new aspect of what pop music could be. Mm-hmm. The fact that his lyrics are so straightforward, depicting how he grew up, how what he went through, and the way that he marketed his album, I've got to say it's quite impressive. Definitely, and yeah, and how it. How his songs went viral on TikTok, like the song "That's What I Want," I really like that one. Um, and his kind of like click fading music videos, <laughs> really, yeah, that that really shocked me too. And it's just overall a great album to listen to. Very exciting. Um, and definitely listen to this album in the order as it is supposed to be, because or or else it, you would just be basically basically missing the whole point of listening to the album. And next week, we're going to talk about Melodrama by Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you and bye. bye!